Welcome to the Barbecue Show. It's uh, Stumoggy and Jake on vacation this week as we bring another show uh, all about what we love to do. Turn the quiet up. Food. And barbecuing. And I got a special guest to fill in for Jake. And honestly, this was all your idea, so it makes sense that you finally made it on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's Jeremy Pring. You're with Bend of the River Barbecue as well. And we got a lot to talk about a little later on about how the circuit is when you do competition barbecue. That's why I want to start talking about a little bit more during the show is how people do that. Because like, I've always wanted to do my first competition, and I was going to do one earlier this month. But I missed the opportunity to do so because my sister had a baby and I had to go see that. Hey, kids. I know. What was the point of that? Right. But uh, in the meanwhile, we'll do that a little later on. Uh, what's something you've cooked lately? I'm actually doing uh, poor man's burnt ends today down at down at the shop. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We got uh, So that's a, instead of doing brisket, a point, right. and doing the burnt ends off of that, I saw somewhere you could do it off a of chuck roast. Oh. So I uh, figured I'd give, give it a try. Give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. So. A little bit cheaper to buy chuck roast. So. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Actually, on that note, burnt ends. So the interesting part about he's bringing that up is so the Mankato Moondogs had the All-Star Game hosted here in Mankato on um, Tuesday. And Monday, Tuesday, there's a family I end up making friends. I end up making friends with people all over the place all the time. <laughs> Started talking to them. And I could tell right away they're not from Minnesota. I said, where are you all from? And they said, Kansas City. Okay. I said, oh, let's talk about barbecue. Yeah. And immediately, you and I had texted earlier in the week already about Gates barbecue being gross. <laughs> and so I said, how about that Gates? Because that's like Kansas City's thing. And they're like... Uh, that's that's pretty gross. It's a joke. They, yeah. they even said it was gross and a yeah. joke. But the Gates family apparently owns half half of Kansas City or something. I yeah. don't know. It's it's probably one of the worst barbecue places I've ever ate. The sauce. See, and all I have to go on is just the sauce because we had a bottle of sauce while back, and I would, but not impressed at all. And that's what their barbecue is like at the restaurant. I'm out. And so they immediately talked about not having Gates, and they said something else. And now I wish I could remember what else they said. But there's, I mean, there's so many Kansas City so, barbecue places. So many. My favorite so far has been Q39. It's, Q39. Oh, it's, okay. It's amazing. Ha- but yeah, those the traditional ones that everybody knows, Joe's, Gates, whatever. That's just. That's that's propaganda. That's that's good marketing skills. Yeah. Gates, when I went there and got a, a brisket sandwich once, and it was it was chewing fat. They yeah. chop, They're just trying to get yield out of their meat, so they're chopping everything together. Right. So you're chewing up a bunch of gristle, which doesn't taste good. Yeah, correct, yeah. See, it was really fun talking to them. And now I can't remember the place he said. He said one place was his, the, the greatest place. And it was, had a number in it, but it wasn't U39. It was something else. Q39. Or Q39. It wasn't that. It was something else. I can't remember what it was. I thought it was like a highway number. For some reason. Okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Sounds but like we need to make a trip to Kansas City. I, that's what I'm thinking. Um, so he talked about that, but then his I'm assuming his dad or maybe his father-in-law was next to him, and he just started going about it. Like, <laughs> I, I pushed a button when I said something about Gates, and he's like, yeah, it's not good, but you know it's good. Burn ends. Well, that's what Kansas City is famous for is burn ends, right? Yeah. He's like, you know where that's from, right? I'm going, well... I mean, the brisket, the point, usually, he goes, well, not originally. So then he gave me a history lesson in brisket and how it was just the ends that were burnt on the meat. They just yeah. throw it on people's plates. And they realized, wait, somebody might pay money for this. Right, yeah. And so now they do. And he's like, now it's bull. He's like, you know, he's like all mad. He's like, that's not the way we used to do it back in the day type of guy. And it was hilarious listening to him talk, though, because he had all this information about how this is the way we used to do brisket. And now this is the way they do it. And that's not the right way to do it. I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's the right way. It's still delicious. Yeah. Brisket is meat candy. I it's- mean, it's so good. Yeah, it's probably my favorite. Or I should say the you know, burnt ends, I should say. Pulled pork, whatever. Just give me a brisket and I'll be happy. Yeah. Tri-tip, something like that. See, and I really love pulled pork, but I mean, a good brisket is hard. I feel like that's the reason why. A good brisket is harder to find. It is. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, it's And just, to cook it right. To cook it right, yeah. And so it's a little bit more work to it. Now, 
so they so I was just it was fun to fam, fun to talk to this family about brisket and burn ends and and how fired up this old man got. I mean, he had to be probably seventy something. He was like, "That's not how you do it anymore." And I give like, him a whatever. heart attack. And I well, I also threw something else in there. I said, "Well, are you talking about like burnt ends with like pork belly?" And he's like, "No, brisket." You got to be <laughs> like, "Oh, geez." And so it was entertaining to kind of get him going a little bit. We did a pork belly burnt end. That's right, yeah. we did. Yeah, we had the it was uh, Traeger, Traeger Day. Day. Yeah. We did that. And I thought that turned out good. It's great. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's so good. I still got them in the freezer for you to go deep fry. Oh, that's right. You're oh, my gosh. You're supposed to take it and deep fry them. Okay, now. so that's the other thing that I want to, I think I've talked to you about this. I want to buy a deep fryer for the for the driveway. Just like one of those, yeah. like you drop in like fish fry type things, just a basket. I think I got because, one or two. You could probably have one. Oh, really? Because yeah. I'm looking at buying one and I'm like, do I really want this in the, in the do I want to get one and make a mess of my yard? Because I'm sure it's going to make a mess. Probably. But at the same time, like, kind of, because I'm liking, I've been frying potatoes a lot lately all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Fresh cutting potatoes and throwing them in the fryer in the, on the- Double in fry? A, in a, no, just, it's in my, I just got a Dutch oven. I put oil in and put them in the sto- on the stove top. It's what okay. I've been doing. But it's just good. I don't know. But anyway, so you made that. You made you're making burnt burnt poor man's burnt ends. Yep, that's all a chuck roast. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, it should be interesting. I'm excited to see how it turns out. I mean, a chuck roast is like three inches thick. Right, it's like perfect for it. You just got to cube it up and yeah, cube it up and then and then seal it up so it steams and get some of that fat rendered out. Right, right. So we'll see we'll see how it turns out. Be interesting experiment. That is, I like that. And then um, I had since we're talking about it, I was going to barbecue a brisket last weekend. I talked yeah. all about it, yeah. and I you lied. Up, I lied. I for, well, it was two in the morning. I was like, okay, I'm going to be gone for a parade on Sunday, <laughs> and I'm like, do I want to like trust the smoker? And I trust the smoker, but at the same time, I don't know where the temp's going to be when it's going to hit. And so I'm like, maybe I'll just do something different. So I ended up doing a tri tip along with some sweet corn and some wings. I don't know. Just oh, everything. I saw the pictures, and I still didn't get an invite. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's a lie. You were invited the night before. We were up at uh, Lyle yeah. on the yeah. Rockin' on the Hill thing, um, but. Yeah, so it was really good. To, to, I like I've never made a tri tip before, but it turned out really good. Oh, I, mean, I love tri tip. That's just basically a fancy steak, though, right? Well, I mean that's what my that's what mine turned out to me. I mean we sliced it up about half inch thick, probably, and I thought it was good, but it was like at the same time it was like a steak. Yeah, it's like what seven ninety nine a pound roughly, yeah. uh, and, and it's actually part of the sirloin, backside of the sirloin. Right. So it's a tougher cut of meat. So you, what do you do? You can go low and slow. And then sear it off, or re- I do a reverse sear a lot of times, where I cook it low and then crank, and then th- maybe finish it off on the gas grill, or crank and up crank the smoker, up the heat, give it and, the good lines and stuff. Yeah, too. something. Or you know, I've sous vide them and then throw oh, them on a okay. grill. So then you're because it's a tough cut of meat. It is a tougher cut. So of meat. So you have to get get it to the right temperature. You know, um, 125 degrees or so. I think I went to 133. Yeah. I think I saw because I think I went to 133 because I saw it online and went from anywhere between 125 to 145. I'm like eh, 133 sounds yeah. like right. You just got to remember that pull off and rest. It's going to rise right. probably about 10 degrees. Right. So I pulled it off at 133. Let it sit for about 20 minutes, I think, and then we cut her up, and it just it was juicy. Yeah. It was really good. Um, but I, I think I would have I would like to smoke it a little bit slower. I kind of pushed it fast because I was there's just so much going on last weekend. But you can do a quick quick grill off on them and they'll be fine too. Right? You no, know, it's just you it. Know. I mean, it turned out good. I mean, it, I think it was on the smoker for. I mean, and that the smoker. I mean, I had the temperature pretty high. I think I was mm-hmm. like two thirty, two forty, which still smokes. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think I was at um, an hour and a half is all it was on there until I pulled it off. So it goes fast. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. So that was good. That was what I did last week. Uh, this week, no, I still have a brisket. I have a seventy dollars brisket in my fridge. I got to take care of yet. So better get that thing going. Uh, that's probably gonna be this Sunday's adventure. But uh, let's quickly get to the barbecue tip of the week. Um, so Jake and I started doing this last week, talking about the barbecue right. tip of the week. What can we do to give like one good tip? I mean, yeah. we, we talk about a lot of different tips throughout the show, but the one segment that this is the tip that you might want to pay uh, pay attention to. And the conversation really was for this week. 
soaking wood chips in water. And since you're here, it's a great time to ask you, is it worth soaking wood chips in water? Some people say it helps the wood chips last a little longer, give you more smoke. Yeah, I don't believe in that at all. I mean, when you're first first doing it, that's that's a tip that everybody sees and you do it, right? Right. But wet wood gives dirty smoke. You want a clean smoke, nice white smoke rolling out of your grill, almost blue, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's going to give off more of black. Imagine start throwing throwing a wet wood on a fire. What's it do? Right. Yeah. It gives it's, you a nasty smell, yeah. d- dirty smoke. Yep. Translate that into your food now. Is that something you want to eat? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not. And so it's interesting that you hear that from a lot of people. They say you do want to soak the wood chips to make them last longer. But in reality, you think about it, it's not that kind. You don't usually want wet wood in your fires at all. So why would you want that in that case? Yeah. And if you go to like a, a barbecue supply store or something up in the cities or 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 wherever you can buy it, um, all that stuff is kiln dried. Right. The, ch- the chunks, the logs, it's all kiln dried wood. So it's just ready to go. Yeah. And so... Having it be a wet wood is not. It's interesting you say that too. You want a clean smoke because that word's been thrown around a lot. Either it's me just looking for different things now as I'm looking at being, getting an offset smoker for fun too. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing I always thought was having a good clean smoke. And you think smoke clean, what does that even mean? But that's what it is. It's having a very white or almost blue smoke coming out of you your You should stack. barely be able to see it. Yep. Barely be able to see exactly. smoke rolling out. And that's one of the things, I mean, when your smokers first start up, like you have a, you have a bunch of Traegers. I have that, my Green Mountain. Yep. And when it first starts up, uh, poofs of white smoke are coming out. But by the time you get to heat, you can't it's usually see barely visible. Yep. Yeah. And that's what you were looking for. So there you go. That's your barbecue tip of the week. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with more talking with Jeremy Prang from Bend of the River Barbecue. And I want to talk a little bit more about competition. So stick around. Turn the quiet up. Welcome back. It's the Barbecue Show, the BBQ Show. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, we are just starting out in those pages, and so not a lot up there yet, but hopefully sharing some photos. And uh, who else knows? I, Jake wants to post a lot of pictures of our food, and I'm like, I'm down for that, except for I usually forget to take the pictures. Right, I do too all the time. Like, all the time. I'm like, oh, i got to take pictures. And then uh, my buddy Ben, our buddy Ben, he'll be like, did you get your photo? And I'm like, no, not yet. And he's like, I got you. And he'll take a picture of his plate, which is <laughs> good, something at least, right? That's all he's good for. But I like that. <laughs> That's all he's good for. He comes over to take a photo and eat my food. That's right. what he does. But uh, anyway, Jake's on vacation this weekend. We got uh, Jeremy Prang in here from the Bend of the River Barbecue. Um, you know, I want to talk to you a little bit about competition. Like, you've done that for a while. You had a competition here in town. Yep. And honestly, I think it's such a fun thing to be part of. I've got to taste a few different ones. They've had, uh, they had one at the brewery a few weeks ago. They asked me to judge. Um, I want to be in one, but I'll take the judging part, too. That's not such <laughs> yeah. a bad gig. But like, tell me, I wanted to know, give me some answers about what it's like. So, like, the first thing, how do you pick which one you're going to be part of? Oh, man, it's you just got to try them. And it depends what you're looking for. I don't, I did one year of backyard, and mm-hmm. then I moved into the case pro, right, quote-unquote pro. Right. It was nowhere near a pro, but, <laughs> but but that's just what they call it. So, um, in, in, and you just go do, try it, see if you like it, see if you like the setup, see if the – location is good uh, or if you just sit in a parking lot a lot, of the, a lot of the great ones are in a campground okay or fairgrounds okay right ours was down at land of memories park for until we got flooded out the last year and we just right. canceled like, it, yeah, never, it. Yeah. and never resurrected it uh you know a favorite of mine was is Oatana. even though it's not a parking lot it's just a great atmosphere that that fairgrounds is the old state fair right so you have good amenities you got plenty of power um trying to think of some other other good ones worthington or not, Worthington is, is okay. 
Uh, Marshall was a fun one. They had that at the campus. Okay. Oh, right? okay. So they, they, foc- they used to focus that around the move-in. Okay. So, oh, wow. That would have been cool. A lot of people coming and going there. Yeah, so they had a big corn feed. They had a band on Saturday night when all the kids were moving in there. So it was a good atmosphere. So the first thing a lot of people say, I'm going to go off the food, away from food for a second, is nothing because it has nothing to do with the food. It's all about the atmosphere yes. of your barbecue competition. Yeah. The music, the parties that go on all night long. Um, were you, was that, is that true? I guess you kind of said it was, but what, yeah. like, what is that like? Yeah. Most of the time guys start rolling in anywhere from Thursday night to Friday morning and, and, uh, we'll start getting set up, get organized. You can start prepping your meat. Uh, and then, and then you'll start cooking sometime Friday night, Saturday morning. It all depends on your, on your method, low and slow, hot and fast. Right. right. Um, and most of the time there's, there's some drinks and food and <laughs> on Friday night and people are up till, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning. Now, a lot of competitions will have um, ribs, chicken, and beef, right? So KC, to be a KCBS contest, it's got to have chicken, ribs, pork, brisket. Oh, it's got to have all three, all four of those? Yep. Okay. And you can cook. You can choose to only cook one or two of those meats, but then you can't be can't be entered to win grand champion. You could only win in those you categories. You can show up and just do ribs only, yep. Yep. but it's not going to be the grand champion. Yeah. So then, so now, that's right. So you ran the Bend of the River one. And so when you make that decision, it's all based off numbers. Like KCBS is all based on, okay, this meat's ranked at this number. And is it making sense on how yeah, to taste when judging Taste, it, tenderness, and appearance. Yep, taste, tenderness, and appearance. And you each one's out of nine, right? Nine to the judge, yep. Yeah, yep. And so you kind of just decide what you wanted, where you're going to judge it. And then but you, the hardest part when I judged, I, when I do judge, is like, Try not to compare that to the one you just had. Exactly. And that is the hardest part about it, and that's why there's a difference between actual judging and then tasting food. Yeah. Right? Because each one might be – one might not be as appealing as the others, but might be an absolute just bomb in the taste world. Yep. And so it's hard to pick those out, and you try to be – each one's just a brand-new slate. But where I'm going with this is is that if I showed up and I only did ribs – and I got a really great score, and I end up winning ribs, but then I can't run anything else because I only did ribs. Exactly. So you could do ribs and do chicken, brisket, and uh, pork. And pork. But then at the end of the day, if only ribs are good, or maybe you scored well with everything else but not great, you could win grand champion without winning anything. Yeah, right? consistency. I guess that's where I'm going. Yeah, consistency is key. Uh, some of the best best cooks out there say consistent and not uh, anything. Don't like. Don't stand out. Don't have too much flavor. Oh, there you go. You know, just kind of like just. You don't want to be the yeah. flavor, most flavor in the thing where you just skyrocket through ribs. You, you don't want a perfect 10 almost. Well, no, it's just like you don't want to stand out so much that you're different than everybody else. Ah, it's, okay. oh. it's just It's just what tastes good but doesn't like punch you in the face. Right. Okay. So it's. The more you don't, you don't want to get too offensive. There you Maybe go. that's what there I'm trying go. to go for. The more risk in the flavors you take, the more you have to lose almost. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Okay. And, it's a, and it's really hard to know because you might like it, and it might be great. All your friends might like it, but it's not what the judges are right. looking for. And that's why I wanted to do my, I wanted to join a rib competition to see how my ribs compare to everybody else. It's mm-hmm. like, what does everybody think about my ribs other than my friends who I feed yeah. know, every weekend? Like, they, what else? Is, what does somebody random think about it? You know? Yeah. And then, in and the tough thing too is what you like for ribs. Uh, where if you go to a restaurant and it's falling off the bone, everybody's like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Well, in competition world, that's overcooked. Right. And that's a, one of the interesting things I always kind of explain to people. is like, oh, it falls off the bone. I'm like, well, that means it's overcooked. Yeah. That means it's supposed to come off the bone clean, but not fall off the bone. There's a fine line there right. of almost, what, 20 minutes probably? 
Less than that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And a couple degrees too. Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing is it's, that's why consistency is key. So you got the competition angle where you do, no, you actually go back. You said, um, you got the backyard guys, you got the pros, but then there's a just, there's a kind of a different level between pro and then what the Myron Mixons of the world do. That's a whole nother level, isn't it? Well, the pro, I mean, like Smokey D's or, or Hogline out of Otano or Shigan and Grinnell out of cities, that's all the KCBS master division, right? Master division. Okay, so it's that's, a different that's, division name. Well, then that's that's what I cooked in, and we just call it, lump that into, you know, pro. Okay. Um, otherwise, there's the backyard division and the master division. That's just the, really the difference. Got you, got you. So um, that's just what KCBS calls it. Doesn't mean those people are masters. It's just that's the. Well, then if the guys like I'm, I'm going back to when we started the show is Memphis in May. Yep. Um, is that KCBS too? Then no, they have their own that's scoring down thing. there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's different regions that have different scoring. Uh, Texas has one. Uh, Florida has their own, um, and then majority of it is KCBS. Okay. So the majority across the country is KCBS, but there is still different regions of barbecue yeah, and competition. Yeah, and, it, and I think at the height, KCBS had somewhere around 4,000 members. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know where it's at now. I haven't paid too much close attention to it since everything that went down in 2020. But. Right, right. Well, that's incredible. So you have all these different competitions. Um, I, I like you, Now you actually going back, you said shitting and grinning. I, you said Shinnin and Grinnin. Got to be careful how I say that. Um, <laughs> they just won a competition, I think, in Worthington. I saw something on Instagram recently. They must, they must, Those guys must do pretty well because I think they also did something with the Vikings. Uh, yep. I love following these guys on Instagram, these different groups, because they do a lot of different things. I think uh, Shinnin and Grinnin was, got, won something in Turkey down there, um, and, I, and I think they were in the top ten overall. Mm-hmm. First place was, was uh, Richie Z's. I don't know who that is. And second place was Hogline out of Oatana. Okay. Um, but I think Shigan was in the top 10. Uh, Hogline's been doing it for a while. Yep. There was a trailer up at Rockin' on the Hill that we saw. Huge, beautiful trailer. Yeah. I think we both kind of thought, well, food's okay. I, you know, I didn't try it. Oh, you didn't after, try it? No, oh, I thought you did. I wanted to go check out the, just check out the rig. <laughs> I know. Like, that's the part that I get all giddy about. It's like, just the rig alone. It's like, oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, like, that's the, a pretty big, massive thing. Big old Southern Pride smoker in there. It was a nice, beautiful mm-hmm. smoker. So, yep. Um, yeah, no, I really don't like eating barbecue that often see because you don't like because it's too much all the time or yeah it's just yeah you no. just get sick of it you cook it all the time and... it's funny because i may maybe i just haven't got to that point yet i don't mind so we go to restaurants i'll try it and then my friends are like why do you try this you're gonna just complain about it. i'm like maybe not it might be really good like what i cook i think is really good yeah um i think what i cook compared to what i had the other week was better than what they made but then again you're supposed to think what yours is is better right yeah, no, I try sometimes. Um, I still have – I can go eat at Q39. Um, I can go down to Iowa and eat down there at a couple restaurants. Mm-hmm. But the ones that, that claim they're big barbecue joints most of the time aren't very good. Right. Like, oh, the traveling barbecue circuit, like Ribfest coming up, I'm friends with some of those guys now after years of working together at Ribfest. They started the same way. They'd rather have almost anything else. They'll go get McDonald's every day yeah. other than have ribs because they just that's what they eat. They could have, It's right there in front of you all the time is probably what it is. Yeah. So then it's like, well, I don't want that all the time. Well, you get done with the barbecue contest, and everybody has their different things that they're craving, too, even though they've been around barbecue and could have been eating that the whole time. So some guys will get tacos or some guys will yeah. get pizzas or, or yeah. whatever, like you said. And, they, and I think they just they cook it to a point where you get sick of it. And competition meat is – Something that is very difficult to just sit there and eat mm-hmm. because it's designed for one bite. Because those judges are taking one bite, right. so you're packing it with a lot of flavor, a lot of salt, a lot of sauce. Yeah, yeah. just and, a straight up competition rib is no. It's not usually what you get served in a restaurant. Yeah, no. It, the the sweetness on that is 
you probably eat one or two ribs and then you're done because you're so full and, and, right. and just want a glass of water. Right. That's, yeah, exactly. Because there's just so much going on in that. I do know some of the secrets of some other people when they do the competition rib compared to their actual ribs is adding some cinnamon to it. But you got to be light on it, but just enough to give it a different flavor palette. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh. And I tried it. I'm like, okay, I can tease. It's that sweetness in there is yep. what they're going for. And if you ate a whole rack of that, you'd be miserable. <laughs> right. I shouldn't eat a whole rack of ribs anyway, probably. But I do. <laughs> I have. But no yeah. No tell. Yeah, yep. exactly. Nobody just don't don't tell nobody. It's fine. Um, but all right. Hey, Jeremy, thank you for joining the show. The Barbecue Show, Instagram and Facebook. We always put the new podcasts up on our website, too, at KTOE.com. Um, Jake is back next week, but uh, I look forward to having you more in more. Uh, yeah, beh- behind, the, behind the scenes for everybody, J- Jeremy helped us decide to do the show <laughs> by saying, hey, we should do a show. And then I said, let's do one. And then we started without you. Yeah. No, that's fine. I, I only cried myself at sleep. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's the Barbecue Show. We'll be back again uh, next week. It's every Saturday, 1130 to 12. And, of course, again, on our podcast at KTOE.com. Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise down. Let this old world.